Hi, I'm Robert Kurtzman. I'm the special effects creator for Black Friday, and uh, you're listening to the Horror Squad podcast. back to the Horror Squad podcast episode number 211. Tonight we're talking about 1986 The Hitcher, which is a first time watch for the three of these guys. We got Steve, Joe, Sam, and myself, Todd. And uh, like always, thanks for listening. Guys and girls, Sam is getting ready to go to sleep. So we have like maybe 10 minutes tops with her before she starts. Oh, the dog <laughs> just got on the couch too. We're done. How you guys doing? Good. Sleepy, but gonna power through. Push through it, push through it. You got to, you got to. Yeah, doing well. Very, very, very well. Thanks for asking, Todd. Another good football weekend for the football fans out there. I know Sam's probably tired of hearing football from Joe, but. Woo-hoo, let's go Chiefs. Popular. Ooh, gross. Let's go let's Niners. Go Kansas City. Let's go Niners. Ew, beating the, beating the Rams. <laughs> okay, I get it. Throw it back at me. But, uh, yeah. Are, are we going to keep our annual uh, Super Bowl bet tradition going with the yep. uh, picking of a bad movie? Yeah. Yeah, so we'll... Oh yeah, we should. Yeah, I didn't even think. What did you that. watch last year? Uh, I watched I think... XX last year. Oh, that. Oh. And House October watched... Bells the year before. Wait, I had to right. watch something too. Yeah, you watched um, the special. The special. The special. That's right. <laughs> Great movie. Yeah, you yeah, got was... easy. <laughs> I was I was somewhat pleasantly surprised. I guess XX was fucking awful. <laughs> House well, October Bell wasn't as bad. But. The Chiefs are going all the way this year, so I'm already really? picking them. I think so. You know, the, the Chiefs fucked me in the last two years, so. Uh. <laughs> Come on, Steve. <laughs> you got to wait till the Super Bowl lineups out before you pick. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's going to be 49ers, Bengals, and the 49ers going to beat the Bengals for the third Super Bowl. I'm calling. Wow, I'm, the, I'm the opposite. I got Chiefs, Rams. Chiefs, Rams. We'll see. That's my pick. We'll awesome. see you next week. <laughs> All right, you guys ready for some uh, questions? All right, um, you can ask us those questions on social media at the Horror Squad Podcast or on the Discord. And speaking of the Discord, uh, we're starting something new this coming month. We started a movie club. So a movie club is basically just uh, we each throw in a movie, then we vote for which movie we want to watch. Uh, everyone watches the same movie, and then we'll do a hangout to discuss said movie. So a bunch of people put in some suggestions. This week, at some point, we're going to do a vote. And for February, we're going to pick a movie and then get on a stream and talk about it. Um, we do the same with a book club. Uh, there's not no specific book, right, Todd, for next month? No, book, books are a little harder to do. It's like a big commitment. So we've had a little ups and downs with it. But um, for, the, for the movie club, does it have to be specific, like only available for free or... Uh, uh, it's pretty much anything right now at some point i might like whittle down just to like be like okay it has to be something you know that's available on Tubi, netflix or prime which are like the three that most people have uh, just to make it easier for some people but it's even like you know unless it's really not available stuff is rarely more than three bucks so uh, right now i kind of just kept it open if people start complaining then i'll move it to something free i think but uh, if you want to join in join our discord uh, we'd be happy to have you just Ask any of us, and we'll send you a link to get into that. So uh, the first series of questions, uh, actually first question, comes to us from uh, Ryan. It's an audio question, and Ryan is actually the reason we picked The Hitcher. Uh, and he actually says in his question that it's one of his favorite movies of all time. 
he considers a 10 out of 10 film. Uh, and uh, he doesn't expect us to, to like it that much, but uh, it was his suggestion that made us review it. So thank you, Ryan, for the suggestion. We uh, definitely want to do more people's suggestions at some point. So uh, what's your question? Squad, this is horror fan Ryan. Wanted to send in an audio clip this week, thanking you guys for covering the Hitcher. This is uh, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. This is easily in my top ten. Grew up with this movie. Watch it a couple times a year. Um, I think it's great. For me, this is a ten out of ten. I do not expect any of you to view it as a ten out of ten, but. Um, I am interested to hear your thoughts, especially those of you that have not seen this before. I think it's great. Um, so I really hope that you guys enjoy it as well. So my question this week is, Rutger Howard is one of my favorite horror villains of all time. So who is a favorite horror villain of yours that is an actual person? So not like Jason or Freddy or Chucky or somebody like that, but who is just a regular person in a horror movie that is one of your favorite villains because for me it doesn't get any better than than this guy uh Rucker howard you know he's a problem as soon as he gets in the car and he's great throughout the whole film so hope you guys enjoy this movie thanks again for picking this one and uh really looking forward to hearing what you guys think stay safe out there bye i got mine freaking jigsaw himself mm, john kramer, kramer. John yeah, very good one. He's, he's awesome and sexy is he sexy? Sam. He's really nice and he's tall too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's good looking. Um, I'm gonna go with Rose from Get Out. Ooh, that's a good one. It's a good one. Hottie, hottie like alert. That. Two sexy like picks that. right off the bat. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say Hannibal Lecter. I guess good. Joe didn't want to go with the sexy theme, so what? I was going to follow up he's... sexier, hot or not, Sam. <laughs> yeah, he's a handsome man. I mean, I'm all right. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, like, I'm all right. I don't need any of that. Uh, I'm good. Who's the sexiest Hannibal Lecter, Sam? Is it um, the one from the show, the one from the known movies, or Brian Cox? I don't even know the one from the show. Oh, you don't? Okay. So, yeah. What's that guy's name from the show? Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. Oh, you tell me. Oh, Anthony Hopkins has like that it factor. I think that like. Yeah, he just seems little and small. Does he? (laughs) Yeah, he looks short. Yeah, he does look kind of short. Yeah, he's short. Yeah, he's about the same. He looks the same height as like Jodie Foster. I feel like in the movie. So. Absolutely, and um, yeah, I, I also wrote John Kramer. Uh, I fucking love the Saw films. He's so fucking cool. And the Saw just isn't the same without him, you know. And Hello, Detective. <laughs> yes, oh, exactly. So, yeah, it's too bad, but uh, definitely, yeah, definitely my pick. I, he, he's awesome. So thank you, Ryan, for the question. We go to our next audio question. These are from Captain Amazing 85, uh, which is Chuck. So Chuck, what is your first question? Hey, Horror Squad. It's Captain Amazing 85, a.k.a. Chuck, with a few questions. Have you ever hitchhiked or picked up a hitchhiker? Oh, hell no. Hell no to both. (laughs) What are you doing? I attempted to hitchhike once, but no one picked me up. Because you're fucking beard. (laughs) (laughs) No, this was pre-beard days. Uh, Yeah, exactly. You're wearing a like rotten cotton shirt or something. Like, fuck oh, that. God. I mean, I may have Stop. been. 
Um, Where were you? But yeah, um, I was at a music festival and I didn't feel like walking back to the hotel because it was like <sighs> a mile and a half. So I tried to hitchhike, but no one picked me up. You're nuts. So you probably had your so up. rolled up with your Red Sox tattoo showing their pet. No. So yeah, and then no, I, I can't say I ever did pick up a hitchhiker. My parents taught me well. I think it's more of a generational thing. Like I don't think yeah. our generation are really like we're more stranger danger than yeah. I guess our parents generation and above um I've never hitchhiked I've never picked up a hitchhiker but I've been in the car where my grandfather picked up a hitchhiker uh so we were coming back from a water park I was probably like eight or nine and it was raining like torrential downpour so we left the water park early and there was a kid hitchhiking um looked like to be maybe you know 10 to 12 years old just on the side of the street hitchhiking and th this is like in the uh like the country this isn't like in the city or anything so my grandfather's like well i gotta pick up that kid like that's crazy why is he hitchhiking so he gets up to the, you know he pulls up to the kid who's in a full like kind of you know poncho and everything because of the rain uh, gets in the car not a kid <laughs> it's an old lady <laughs> it just looked oh. like a kid from far <laughs> but i guess that by that point he's kind of committed right so He's like, oh, no, 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 get out. Never mind. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get walking, Grandma. Um, so, yeah, and she had to sit next to me because my, my grandmother was in the front seat. So uh, I sat next to some random fucking old lady for, I guess, like 15, 20 minutes, and he went completely out of his way to bring her to her house, I guess. I don't remember exactly where, but it's the only experience I personally have with hitchhikers. But my dad hitchhiked a lot. He used to tell me all the time like that he used to do that, but he was a little rebel, so not too Joe almost picked up a hitchhiker, remember? couple months ago he, he went in your truck yeah oh yeah at work <laughs> yeah actually at work on uh just like three days ago i had a guy come up to my window like bleeding profusely from the head and he was like man he's like i'm dying call the police and like he was like getting on uh, it was weird it was fucking bizarre I, think, I don't know i don't know i don't know maybe he seemed i don't know if he was homeless or or whatever but he definitely didn't seem like all there, but he was definitely bleeding very bad, like out of the head. So like, I was like, all right, I'll call the police. So I called 911 and he was like, why aren't they here yet? He's like, I'm dying. I'm like, you're not dying, dude. I was like, you're just bleeding from the head a little bit. It's not that big a deal. But uh, yeah, then like he tried, my, man, the guy I was with, he like had his window rolled down way too much. I was like, man, this guy could be crazy and like could murder us both, like the way your windows rolled down. But yeah, it's always something exciting going on at work. Can we have like a like a weekly show called Joe's Window? Because it seems every <laughs> yeah. other few weeks you have some kind of crazy story of someone coming up yeah. to your window. The city of Boston, man, has some some interesting individuals, especially on Boston Common. So anyone from the area knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Good times. Um, all right, uh, Chuck, what is your second question? What is your favorite hitchhiker movie? Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna need my memory refreshed of of them same i feel like there was a hitchhiker movie maybe it's the remake that i'm thinking of to the hitcher which i thought was called the hitchhiker but apparently not um i think i had sophia bush in it and it was like it came out like that might be let me look because that, that might be I was, the remake i was trying to find it under hitchhiker but i couldn't find it and then i was like well is it wolf creek i'm thinking of no those are australian actors wolf creek 2 has a hitchhiker hitchhiker yeah. Sophia, Sophia Bush is in the Hitcher remake, Sam. <gasps> that one is good. Did you guys watch the remake? I know you talked about it. I, I wanted to, but I ran out of time. 
I'll probably watch it by the time the episode comes out. It's Sean Bean, right? Yeah. I rented that from Family Video or Blockbuster. I really liked it. Um, does Texas Chainsaw Massacre count? That's what I wrote. It's the only one I could really yeah. think of that has a hitchhiker. I mean, it starts with a hitchhiker. I mean, right. then turns into a different type of movie. So, but yeah, I mean, if that counts, I'll go with that. I'll go uh, corpses then. House of Thousand Corpses. He's got baby firefly hitching. That's what around, I was right? gonna say. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Like I mean, a pretty untapped resource. You'd think uh, there'd be more, but I guess people don't hitchhike much Ooh. anymore, so it's not like as much of a thing is um the twilight zone the twilight zone movie does that start with a hitchhiker or is that just two friends in a car so remember that scene's pretty good i i think it's just really scary yeah i don't remember how he got in the car it could have been a hitchhiker but or they, they could have just been two friends i really don't remember the context oh that's great yeah uh, that was an awesome scene <laughs> scared me as a kid actually especially because i was such a big ghostbusters fan uh, to see dan Aykroyd like that just fucking you know terrified me it was it was crazy um all right and chuck's third question what movie from the past decade would you remake if budget wasn't an issue and you had complete creative control um who's this from chuck yep. chuck we just talked we just talked about this <laughs> we're not remaking movies from the last decade okay we don't understand this trend so <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. So I, I can't think of anything right this minute. Scream five. <laughs> oh, Ooh, oh. I like it. <laughs> the last three months. <laughs> last, actually, one month, huh? I don't know. Nothing really jumps out. No, there's nothing like, I'm trying to think, like, what's been the most, like, disappointing, I guess, like, original horror movie that's come out recently that could have been better. Yeah, nothing jumps out. It's mainly all stuff that's, like, sequels or reboots and stuff. Well, it doesn't have to be an original. It could be. He just says anything, really. Oh, okay. Um, Spiral. Yeah. Conjuring. Yeah, yeah I was going to say The Conjuring. They they definitely could have did better, but I don't know. I just think it was a story. Like, I think even yeah. if you remake that story, I don't know if it would be much better. They so. needed to pick, like, The Haunting in Connecticut or even Amityville because mm-hmm. the one that they picked yeah. was just not made for that i think ghost hunters you know like i get it's part of the warren's history but you didn't like sinister Eh, i feel like it could have been it's like scary at the first part but then it's boring i feel like not that one win like scariest movie of the decade or something like last year was there a sinister too there was it was it was bad that's what i'm thinking of uh, Sinister 2 was bad. So I kind of agree. Sinister, like, it was decent, but it could have definitely been better. It had a lot of potential to be super mm-hmm. frightening, I feel like. Agreed. Like, the video stuff is all fantastic. But it's, then, like, that it, shit is scary. Like, yeah. that's what scared me was the videotape. Right. That stuff was all great. And I don't know. I feel like even Bagul could have been, like, better. He was a little goofy. You know, like his rock star hair. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of reminds me of The Crow. Oh, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen The Crow in a long time. Great I actually have never seen The Crow. Dude, that's it's right. So, it's alley. so good. I, yeah. That's what everyone says. That's like perfect Sam movie. Really? Mm-hmm. I want to watch it. I need to watch it. Is it scary or no? Not I really. I remember it being scary. It's more like okay. a vigilante kind it's, of thing. Yeah, it's dark, but it's not scary. Oh, okay. Yeah. They were supposed to make a new one with uh, Jason Momoa. 
and then like it never oh, happened. I don't like that. <laughs> I know. I don't like that either. That's <laughs> too Hollywood. There's like makeup. There's like video of him with like the test makeup and everything. They made it that far. They should have done yeah. it with uh, what's his name? Lighthouse, Twilight. What's his name? Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Hmm. He'd make a better the crow or whatever his name is rather than he's Batman. Good, he's gonna be a good Batman. I'm excited for that. I don't know about that. He's gonna be good. I could see he's gonna be a good Bruce. I Wayne. hope. I yeah, it looks good. I'm vengeance. Mm-hmm. It talks like that though. Better be good if I have to sit there for three hours. Well, it's been in the making for like five years now at this point. Seems yeah, like I know because they, they kept yeah. getting pushed for COVID. <laughs> COVID, go away. Yeah, they said read, this read the like... room. COVID. <laughs> right? <laughs> Jesus, I'm tired of it. I saw an article that said this one's like practically a horror movie. Whatever that. Yeah, means. they always say that. Like they say that shit all the time. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Marvel and their. Uh, Doctor Strange movie. Doctor right? Strange Doctor Strange movie. I don't see beheadings. Not horror. Is that is that your threshold That's, for what <laughs> horror is? An horror. If, if Mar- yeah. <laughs> I want to see Disney cut off some heads. Well, I, I guess Mar- they did in uh, Infinity War, right? Yeah, actually, they cut off Thanos' head. So there you go. In, in Endgame, yeah. Or horror officially. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, fuck you! If you haven't seen that. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm going to go a little controversy here. Um, one of my favorite franchises of all time has a big, uh, you know, kind of dark spot, and I want to uh, get another shot at it, and that's Ghostbusters 2016. Um, mm. uh, I think I would keep the four women because I do think they had a lot to offer. Uh, what I would do different is a, I'd set it in Chicago, not New York. I'd have the four women who are just basically paranormal, like the same characters, you know, paranormal investigators and stuff like that. And because ghost shit starts happening in Chicago, they start an unofficial Ghostbusters chapter, you know, with a shitty logo and everything like that. They end up saving the city. And then at the end, the real Ghostbusters come in and essentially say, okay, you're now an official Ghostbusters unit, you know, and it's more about, I guess, Ghostbuster. You know, for it has to be in a set in the same same universe. That was the biggest fucking issue with that 2016 movie is it wasn't set in the Ghostbusters universe, which made it just absolutely ridiculous. And then you have the balls to put to the three living Ghostbusters in it as someone else, which is just ugh, the worst. So I I like to get another shot at it. I think the four women had something good going. They just needed a better script to support uh, the actresses that were behind it. Is there still a, da- a dance number? But no. <laughs> dance no. number. No, no, don't dance number. And unfortunately, uh, Thor is uh, is being cut from my film. Uh, you know, I love Chris Hemsworth. He was the only but... thing I liked in that movie. Really? Oh, I thought he was just too <laughs> no, much. I didn't uh, like him. No? Yeah. Yeah. He was like yeah. the comedic, whatever. It, it's from... too much, though. Yeah. Final question from Chuck. Here's to living and hardly thinking. It's time again, Sam. What are we drinking? That's right. Can we get that drink pairing for this week's episode? Thank you all so much. Water. Oh water but um let's go with an extra dirty dirty martini because this guy in the movie is a fucking scum dirt creep bag i hate him so much so we're doing an extra dirty martini but you're driving though sam you can't drink and drive no but we want him to we want him to drink it oh, okay yeah <laughs> or you can drink one while you're watching the movie oh there you go. Awesome. I actually looked up a drink. So I looked up Hitchhiker to see if there was a drink. And this is the one that kept coming up. It's called a Pan Galactic Gargle Blaster. 
It's Ooh, uh, it's from my favorite one of my favorite books. That's right. It's uh, from a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh. It's uh, basil, vodka, black raspberry liqueur, triple sec, Grand Marnier Rouge, uh, cranberry juice, and strawberry puree. And it's kind of this greenish drink, uh, martini type thing. So. It sounds pretty good. Yeah, it does. So that's what if you Google hitchhiker drink, that's the first thing that comes up. So thank you very much, Chuck. Uh, great questions as always. So the next question is actually something they got sent right after we recorded last week. So unfortunately, I missed it. So I'm going to read it now. It come from Liz or Linz. Sorry. Uh, what is your favorite and least favorite kill in the Scream movies? Can't wait to hear your review. I hope you enjoyed our Scream episode. So what were your favorite and least favorite kills from the Scream franchise, excluding Scream 5? Hmm. I don't think we even mentioned that. I don't even think we talked about that. So thank you, Lens, for the question. Didn't I thought we talked about... Um, well, I know like I was saying Tatum's kill is cool. Yeah. Which one was Tatum? The garage where she's going through the doggy oh, door. Rose McGowan. Yeah. I always yeah. forget her character name for some reason. Channing Fake Tatum. Now I remember it. <laughs> Fake fan. <laughs> uh, that one is probably the most memorable one for sure. Yeah. I just love how her head like squishes. You can tell it's a mannequin. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we uh, mentioned Casey's kill. Like perfect, that's pretty brutal. Opening. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Can you guys think of anything for least favorite? That was kind of a disappointment. Uh, not including five is hard because there's a lot of bad ones in five. There's just like a lot of bad ones in the series in general, though, because like a lot of them, like they're just people getting stabbed. So it's nothing like overly like memorable. Like, you know what I mean? They so. reuse that a lot. Like people either get stabbed yeah. in the chest or shot in the head. Like that's right. 80, 85% of the kills in that franchise, which is very unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not like one that sticks out to me is like least favorite there. I guess your least favorite would be what's his face, Randy. <laughs> yeah, right. Because it was the most heartbreaking yeah, and it kind of pissed me off. So yeah, I'll go with that. It wasn't a great kill. It wasn't a good way for that character to go out, in my opinion. Like, right. Should, if it's what if you're going to kill Randy, him? kill him like spectacularly, you know, <laughs> like make it something huge. Mm-hmm. Just had to walk by that one van. <laughs> entire college campus mm-hmm. and jackie took him out <laughs> uh, and I, it's not really a kill i guess but it's a death mine favorite is the one in the car with a like the post goes through the guy's head just mm. brutal mm-hmm. and super well shot and yeah i really mm. love that one it was a, such a brutal death and i wish there was more of that in scream you know because it was unique and different and not something yeah. chest, so I thought that was cool. Uh, all right, so next uh, series of questions come from Weezerface. Okay, so the Hitcher, supernatural entity or no? No, no, so no. But argue I could argue against it. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I could see why you would say that, but I'm gonna say no. Um, I'll be I'll be the opposite. I'll I'll say yes just because. I think it's a filmmaking problem more than a supernatural problem because he appears like everywhere, like instantly. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just a script problem. But to, to go on the fun side, yeah, I think he's like kind of like a Michael Myers maybe where he just appears wherever he's always convenient. He takes out a police station like Michael Myers is, I think, in part four or five. So, yeah, we'll go. Um, mm-hmm. There's some kind of weird fucking crazy 
entity, evil person. I just see him as John Wick, basically. <laughs> just drunk and sweaty and yeah, grimy. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, and I agree. I, I don't think he's a supernatural entity. And actually, that that's what I lo- kind of liked about this one is that he's you know just a regular guy and he's just fucking crazy. So it's nice to see once in a while that someone doesn't have some kind of crazy power and everything. Maybe he's uh, an android from Blade Runner. Do we ever think of that? Yeah, that'd be really <laughs> cool. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Or or a vampire because wasn't he? Isn't he the main? I was telling saying Sam, I'm, he was the main villain in Buffy the Vampire Slayer the movie, right? Yes. Oh yeah, that's right. Yes, he was. Yeah. yeah. Pee Wee Herman as his, uh, <laughs> ah, his protege. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Uh, all right. The final question we have this week is still from Weezerface. Also, I want to steal this question of the week: food pairing, maybe finger food. Oh, I like. <laughs> <laughs> yes definitely finger food i screamed at that part <laughs> it caught me off guard i was not expecting it i was enjoying like looking at his big thick french fry and then all of a sudden his hand comes back into the frame and it's a finger and i was like ah should have bit it dude that would have been awesome yeah that would have been awesome. a little, little, little yeah. crunch a little ketchup or something yeah we'll get into I'd it be but in the like- kitchen and prepare this i don't know but <laughs> <laughs> Because he's evil. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get into it, but there was like so many like opportunities where they could have went like further than they did. I felt like that was like the biggest problem with this movie. Cool. Um, so that's all the questions we had this week. Thank you, everyone, for asking them. And now, let's get hot with some Silk City hot sauce. Greetings, Spice fans. Silk City hot sauce is now sponsoring the Dorkening Podcast Network. Our craft sauces are made in Vermont in small, high-quality batches using locally sourced, farm-grown ingredients. Silk City Hot Sauce comes in a variety of heat strengths and killer flavors like Jezebel, Erotic Fever, Mango Madness, and Good Morning Jonestown. And don't forget our newest creation, Hot Syrup. Make no mistake, Spice fans, this is the queen of sweet heat. There's new and unique flavors coming out all the time. Best of all, right now, listeners of the Dorkening Podcast Network can go to SilkCityHotSauce.com and use coupon code DORK. Not only will you get 20% off your order, we'll also throw in a free bottle of hot sauce. That's SilkCityHotSauce.com. Coupon code DORK. We got what watched? Yes. Yes, sir. What watched? What you guys got? Anything? Yeah. Uh, Sam and I just Oh, we finished... got something, Jill? Uh, yeah, yeah, we do. Um, we just finished the first season of Yellow Jackets, which is a show on Showtime. Um, yeah, so this one is about a group of uh, high school girls who their soccer team like won the championship or something. So they're going to like the nationals uh, in some other states. So they uh, go on a plane and the plane ends up crashing out in the middle of nowhere. They're in the wilderness. Um, and then um, the story follows. We get like a time jump. And we get a back and forth. So half of the show takes place uh, with the teenage girls in the wilderness. And the other half is them grown up like, what would you say, Sam, 30 years later or 20 years later? Something like that. Uh, Probably 30. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like 30 years later, all of them grown up. Um, 
and yeah, like they, you know, some of them survived, obviously some of them didn't. So we followed the survivors and yeah, it's like, it's very interesting. Like, I don't want to really spoil anything, but like, you know, there's like some possible supernatural stuff that happened in the woods and potential murders and stuff. We don't really know yet. Like it's very um, cryptic. It's been very cryptic so far. Um, so yeah, like overall the season, I enjoyed it. Like I think it's really well, very well acted. It's quite a star-studded cast, actually. You got uh, Juliette Lewis in here, Christina Ricci, um, Jasmine Savoy Brown, who you guys might know from uh, the latest Scream movie, and also what, what else does she did? She did The Sound of Violence. Sound or something. Of Violence. There was something else. Yeah. Right. There was something else big she did recently too, though. I thought I can't remember, but anyway. But yeah, so yeah, I mean, very well acted. There's a lot of good actresses in here. Uh, my only complaint, I guess I would say about the show is I feel like after a whole season, we got, they give you a lot of questions to start, but nothing was answered. I, I just don't think it progressed enough after one season. Will I keep watching? Absolutely. Um, but I just hope that it, kind of picks up the pace a little bit in the second season where we start starting we start getting some answers yes I agree I felt like I got that feeling probably by episode three and four it was very slow paced and then it was kind of like they would give you the road of oh is it um supernatural or is it just like people are kind of fucked up but I felt like it should have progressed a lot faster. Um, they should have got to the point of which way they wanted to take it, if it was going to be supernatural or the op- the other way. But um, I'll watch it. I just hope that it isn't as long stretched as season one. Kind of feel, kind of like feels like a little bit like a lost type show. That's what Joe was saying. I haven't seen that show, so I couldn't tell you, but um it's i really like it because when they are in their high school days it takes place in the 90s and they have like an incredible um 90s playlist like it just takes you back so if you like 90s and grunge like i think you would like it and if you like some witchy stuff you'll like it um but it just i don't know it just stretched a little too long for me uh, yeah, it, it does kind of remind me of Lost a little bit, Steve, like here and there, like with all like the mysteries surrounding this like um, island. It's not really an island. It's more like the woods or whatever that they're on that they're in. But yeah, there's definitely some like mysterious stuff going on. Um, also, we failed to mention uh, this one is produced by uh, Karen uh, Kusama, who did um, was it uh, was that one with Jennifer Fox there? I can't even think of it right now. But <laughs> Jennifer Fox. I'm sorry, Megan Fox. Yeah, Megan, I was going Jennifer's say. body. Jen- That's Jennifer's right. body. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jennifer's body, yeah. So, yeah. She, a talented uh, filmmaker. So, she's involved in this. So, yeah. Like, it's, 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 it's a good start. All right. I only have one, and it's uh, 1980s Night of the Demon. This is the Severin Films who, you know, grabs random ass obscure horror movies and puts them on Blu-ray with, like, an awesome um, presentation and extras and all that stuff. And this one's about Bigfoot. And you don't have enough Bigfoot representation, especially bloody Bigfoot out there. Um, so basically like this, um, it's like a local legend, typical setup like that. And the local college professor takes his crew out to the woods to try to find what's been killing people. 
Um, and then, of course, they run into like a crazy lady who's like, oh, this is, you know, we worship Bigfoot out here. And then you run into a cult who's trying to impregnate another girl to get another Bigfoot baby. And it's kind of weird. And then um, you have flashbacks. <laughs> it's funny, the, the, the teacher guy, the professor will be like, and then they found the body of this guy riding a motorcycle and then they'll have a flashback of that kill. And that guy got his wiener ripped off and they show his wiener. So that's a pretty good scene. Um, and it's just like kills and Bigfoot. It's pretty fun though. It's 1980. It's like terrible acting, but it's like different. And I appreciate that. So Night of the Demon, 1980. And it's probably streaming somewhere because it's a really low budget, but if not, seven films. Nice. My first one this week is a 2021 film that I found over on Netflix, and it's a French film called The Swarm. So in this one, a woman uh, is a locust farmer. So she uh, basically like raises a bunch of locusts in these tents and sells them to people both to eat and to use for some kind of like product that they do. So she sells them kind of like in bulk to uh, manufacturers and stuff like that. But uh, her locusts are starting to not do as well um they're like starting to die off a little bit and she's trying to figure out why and then people are like kind of starting to not want her locust anymore and they're lowballing her because no one else is interested because it's a pretty niche market so she gets pretty depressed and uh she slips in one of her tents hits her head on uh like a table and passes out and then the locusts start feeding on her uh, wound and those locusts eventually start being super strong and super good. So she starts like cutting herself to feed the locusts and then they just like multiply like crazy and her business starts booming again. And I won't get too much more into the story because it goes fucking batshit crazy after that. It's basically a woman's like descent into madness with her obsession with the locusts. And meanwhile, she's raising two kids who are starting to, you know, get wise to what she's doing. And it's a really good fucking film uh, in fact had i seen this you know a month ago it would have made my top 10 of 2021 probably somewhere around eight or nine you know not like near the top or anything but still super solid film honestly it feels almost like an a24 film without being an a24 film you know it's got kind of that pace um, and that style of filming but it just ramps up and ramps up and ramps up and it just gets crazier and crazier as crazier as the movie goes through great effects great visuals i could not recommend this one enough so that's the swarm over on netflix well a24 you got me you sold me there just by those those uh call letters uh all right my uh, next one is a 2016 release you can watch it over on tubi and it is called We Are the Flesh. Uh, I had never heard anything about this one, but in one of the horror groups I was in, someone had posted about it and they were like, this movie is disgusting. There's no redeeming qualities about this movie. I don't recommend anyone ever watch it. And I was like, all right, I got to go and watch this and see what it's about. So uh, this one is about a, uh, it takes place in a post-apocalyptic world where, um, we are following, it starts off with us following this dude and he just seems to have completely snapped. Um, he's living in isolation and for the first, you know, 10, 15 minutes of the movie, you kind of just see him doing like really weird and obscure shit. He'll just be like banging on a, a drum like crazy and just like all this like really random shit. And you're like, okay, well, this guy is fucking snapped. He's insane. Um, cue to uh, 20 minutes later, and we uh, are introduced to a brother and sister who uh, have broken into where this guy is living as they 
presumably are starving or are looking for food or something like that. Um, they meet this guy and basically uh, they're like, listen, like we have nowhere to go. Maybe we can just kind of live together. And he agrees. Uh, so the three of them end up living together for a little bit. And then this movie takes a turn, man. Like it just goes into, uh, I mean, just like a spiral of complete depravity. Um, just insane stuff. Like, you know, it's very, it, it makes absolutely no sense. The rest of the movie, like it is just one bizarre thing after the other. I mean, we have, um, you know, uh, cannibalism, incest, um, full on, uh, sex with like penetration being shown like this, like turned at points to do turn into a straight up horror porn. I was like, what am I watching here? Like, this is very fucking bizarre. Um, and honestly, like I was hating this movie for a long periods of time. Cause it was just once it was, there was no sort of plot there. Uh, it was just one just shocking scene after the next, you know, with no, uh, sense of meaning or anything like that. And then we get to the ending and the ending completely turns this movie around in a way for me where it went from me giving this like a half a star to me giving it like i think i, I don't i think i never given it two stars over on letterbox like it that ending like once you found out like find out where the filmmaker was going with this it makes it a way more interesting movie and i could see like some people like loving this movie but for me it it just like made way like no sense for so fucking long. And it just felt like a chore to get through that. Although like, I really ended up like appreciating this movie in some ways due to like the, what we find out at the end, it's a quite a big twist and something I did not see coming. I don't think anyone could see it coming. Um, but I just cannot recommend it because it is just way too out there way too bizarre. Um, I compared it to, it's like if A24 made a horror porn, just cause like, I mean, like, like I'm not even kidding. Like, like you literally see like a woman performing oral sex. You literally see like a guy penetrating a woman. Like it is fucking extreme. Um, you know, if you're into like really extreme cinema and especially if you're into like uh, super obscure art house stuff, I would maybe give this a go. Otherwise, you know, I would skip it. Judging by Letterboxd, uh, Steve and I both added it to our watch list. So. <laughs> Someone <laughs> wants a boner. So well, I, I didn't really know what it was about. <laughs> Joe said something about it, I, I guess, in the group at one point. And uh, yeah, it piqued my interest. Uh, Sam, did you have anything else before I go? I don't think so. All right. Um, so my last one this week is a 2022 film. Uh, I watched this one over on Shutter, and it's called uh, The Last Thing Mary Saw. So in this one, it takes place in like 18, the 1820s, I believe. And it's about these uh, two girls who live in a house. And one of them like actually lives there. The other one is like the housekeeper or something. And they fall in love with each other and they try to hide their relationship because I mean in the 1820s uh, no one's you know pro uh, lesbian so uh, they do everything they can to hide it from everyone but the, the family uh, grandmother who's actually played very fucking surprisingly to me by Judith Roberts uh, Mary Shaw like I'm surprised that she's still making films she's like 92 so good on her and she actually looks like Mary Shaw a lot in this I guess 
she aged her in Mary Shaw and this one she's like actually that age which is crazy but anyway so um she she's starting to get wise to it and she's killed and then the family starts going after the two girls because they uh are pretty sure that uh, they did him and it gets pretty crazy from there uh this is another one i'd say is like an a24 film uh, you know it's a period piece it's shot uh very it's very dark like it's a lot of candlelit scenes and stuff like that and it's a hell of a slow burn like it takes a lot of time for this movie to slowly progress and it's a snail's place progression but it does lead somewhere and it does have a pretty shocking and crazy ending. Uh, I actually enjoyed it thoroughly. You know, it's, uh, I mean, I don't have a big list, but it's currently my favorite movie of 2022. Um, and I think it could stay there for a little while, at least until the big, you know, the big film starts hitting. And uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I know I, I like texted Joe immediately after it because this is totally his type of film. But if you guys like A24 type slow burns, especially period pieces, uh, this one deals with religion and stuff like that. And uh, uh, yeah, I definitely recommend this one. It's, it's a good one. So that's the last thing Mary saw over on Shudder. I'm really, yeah, I'm really excited to watch that one. It's definitely going to be, I, I'm going to, I think I'm going to wait and watch that one. Like, cause I, I watch a lot of my movies actually when I'm uh, like working out, like on the elliptical, the treadmill. So I, I think I'm going to save this one for uh, full couch, attention. A couch <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Full attention. Couch viewing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the dark, because it's a very dark movie. So you okay, know, if you watch in the light, you won't see anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, definitely one of those. Cool. Trivia. Wait, 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 trying to wake you guys up. <laughs> uh, currently in the lead with a, a strong lead. Look at this boy. He's got nine points, Joe. Sam, second, yeah, seven. Steve, uh, third, fourth. Myself, fourth place with a solid, pitiful, dreadful three. Who would like to lead off this week? I will. All right. Everyone unmuted. Sam, ready? Wake up. Slap oh. it up. up. Ready. Flicker Temple. Does that help? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound like sound <laughs> advice right there. <laughs> uh, medical, yeah. If you, all right. Uh, okay, from Kayla this week. Kayla. Kayla, and I guess last week I gave away an answer and yeah. question. So <laughs> and the question. We're trying not so, to do that. We, and, and none of us caught it, so we didn't listen. Sam caught it. She's playing. She's being swapped. Oh, she's being cool, yeah. <laughs> you know me. All right. The entire exorcism scene in The Exorcist lasted how long from start to finish? What scene was that, Todd? The entire exorcism scene in The Exorcist lasted how long from start to finish? So are we, are we just, do you know, I don't even know if you know this, but is it from when they start to actually when they finish or only counting when Throughout. they're actually doing it? Because they, they leave the room a few times and kind of. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was my question too, Steve, to be fair. Well, uh, I'm give me well, a... I mean, the way it sounds like all together. Yeah, so the from, the, from the time that they, you know, put on their garb to the time that... So I'm saying Steve screen Jumps time. out the window. <laughs> yeah. Green time, not their time. time. Yeah, let's do screen time. Okay. Like, you know how three. they say, like, the anaconda was only on screen for three minutes. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, so yeah. Let's, let's go with something like that. All right. 38 minutes. 38 minutes. Kayla, you're going to have to defend this question because they're... I'm, I'm going to go mean. with 24 minutes. 23. Steve! <laughs> oh, man. I can't even give a close one because it's nine minutes. Nine Seriously? Minutes. Okay. That's a, yeah, I'm the close one, duh. <laughs> <laughs> if it was like 10 minutes, then maybe. Yeah. Nine minutes. No point. Oh. 
All right. Fair enough. Definitely feels longer than that. It does. Yeah, for sure. All right. I'll go next. All right. Okay. Okay. Which 90s horror movie won three Academy Awards? Uh, Silence of Lambs. Incorrect. Oh. It, it won Fuck. Best Picture, but. Shoot. Seven. Seven is incorrect. Uh, Dracula. <laughs> left. Dracula didn't win, did it? That is correct. Bram Stoker's Dracula, Dracula won. Uh, what for what? Won yeah, Keanu Reeves won Best Award. Actor. God. <laughs> Have you seen that movie? He's like, I no. love fucking Dracula. I, I love Keanu, but that is his worst fucking movie. My name movie. is. Uh, what's it? What, who's he playing that one? Striker, Striker. Yeah. Jonathan Striker, oh. something like that. I need, uh, oh, all right. Damn. Okay. <laughs> Good point. I, I don't know what movie they all watch, but right. it, it was like costume and uh, yeah, make, I got it right. And, yeah, yeah. One, I got it right here. One for uh, best makeup and hairstyle, best costume design, and best sound editing. Give me a break. <laughs> See me. God. <laughs> all right. Um, I'll go next then. So all of them from the legendary Kayla. Man, she really saves my ass every week with the, with these. Uh, so it's all of your favorite uh, you know, type of question here. Oh, it's, oh, tagline. It's a tagline. Oh, God. <sighs> This summer, go to hell. Uh, drag me to hell. Jason goes to hell. I mean, I said, said drag me to hell. Okay, well, so no, I it's, said, it's all I, wrong. I said Jason goes to hell. This summer, go, go to, hell. to hell. Summer. Man, that uh, just might be when. I'll, I'll give you guys one more. Freddy guess. versus Jason. Wait, I'll give you guys one more guess. Uh, hell's not in the title. Okay. Freddy versus Jason. Wrong. That's a good. That's a good guess, though. But it's this... wrong. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Pet Cemetery Two. No, I'll give you one uh, one last guess. It's a. Uh, it was released between 2000 and 2010. Oh, this summer go to hell. Is it like well received? Uh, it's well liked. I don't remember well if liked. it was. Uh, well, I mean, is it popular with horror fans? Yes. All right, I, I would say so. <laughs> it's it's not obscure. How about that? Okay. I'm trying to help you out, the Sam. Evil Dead. Taught me. Wrong. I think that was 2013, so. Yeah, maybe. Um, fuck, dude. Slither. Wrong. And Sam? Um, the Rage? No, that was earlier. <laughs> no, it was 90s. All right, you guys go? Yeah. Yeah. The Devil's Rejects. Oh, my oh. God. I quit. Yeah, makes sense. Damn. Yeah. Shoot. All right. Uh, Sam. My turn. Alrighty, these also come from Kayla. 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 All right. All right. In the original film, the Amityville Horror, the character George Lutz has a breakdown and screams these three words. It's a great question. Go to hell. We got go to hell on the board. Kill them all. Kill them all on the board. I think they say it in the conjuring at the beginning of the conjuring too. I think he whispers it. I don't know. Drawing a blank. I think it's close to what Joe said. It's actually I'm coming apart. Oh, okay. No, that's not <laughs> interesting. Loved that question. That's a good question. That was a good one. We should do Amityville Heart. We should do the double feature, original remake. Oh. Oh heck yeah, Ryan Reynolds and PJ Pants. Are <laughs> I know, you joking? I was say that. <laughs> 
with his little sexy divot in his back like oh yeah <laughs> divot. Come, come to mama is that a medical term divot on the body i don't know that's what it looks like divot. <laughs> it does kind of sound a little <laughs> let's do that divot let me see that divot let me lick your divot i haven't seen the remakes since like theaters i don't even remember if it was good or not i don't remember a single thing about it yeah, besides uh, i remember ryan reynolds like briefly <sighs> but yeah. i don't even know who the female is or any of the kids or anything like that what? i have it on Blu-ray really? too, and I just his wife is beautiful famous. yeah who is it though wife is someone famous I can't so you don't remember yeah, either so don't give me grief no she has an accent um i'm checking she's a blonde she's a she's rona, rona mitra yeah she's a babe yeah i don't know uh, ready melissa george melissa george which oh is she she's from uh, stuff. i know she's a salt and precinct 13 remake i think maybe i don't know she's um, in 30 days at night no, yes no. oh yeah she's babe yeah you want to see her divot too don't you see that oh. rub divots <laughs> your divot's nicer than mine <laughs> <laughs> All right, from Weezer Face. This is a say the next line. So say the responding oh. line. If you're close enough, we'll give it to you. All right, in the Lost Boys, David says to Michael, I tried to make you immortal. What does Michael say in response to that? I tried to make you immortal. <laughs> I didn't ask you to. <laughs> I, I, it's one of my I need to rewatch Fire <laughs> 80s episode because I don't remember Lost Boys very much. Mm. You think that he would? Yeah, that's actually a good response. And if real people <sighs> talked, not written down, it. give up. Yeah, I give yeah. Up. You made me a killer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you believe. Yeah. All the vampires. All right. This one comes from Kayla. 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 Simon Pegg and Nick Frost have a cameo in what George Land of the Dead. That is correct. I had to beat you, Steve. Sorry. Yeah, it's a great, great cameo too. It is very good. I don't recall it. Granted, I haven't seen it. It's like at a like at a club, and they're kind of in a cage and being kind of teased and prodded. Paintball, I think, aren't they? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Was this before Shaun of the Dead? No, no, it was after. after. No, it's after. Be- okay. Because he loves Shaun of the Dead so much, he wanted okay. to put them in there. He put them in there. Okay. Yeah. It must have been like not long after, right? That no, was... like a couple of years. Land was 2005, yeah. I think, right? Yeah, and so 2000. Sean was Sean's 2004. Or... Huh. Some of that. Uh, this iconic horror legend's real name is William Henry Pratt. What's his stage name? Oh, I like this question. William Henry Platt. Pratt. Pratt, right. like Chris Pratt. Yeah. Oh, like that makes a difference. <laughs> um. Can you repeat it again. Yeah. Um. This horror legend's real name is William Henry Pratt. What's his stage name? Tim Curry. Bulger. <laughs> All right. I'll give you guys a hint. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I'm thinking, but it's uh, it's it's a. Uh, old legend it's not like a new legend old legend yeah. oh okay um i will say then launching wrong i say bill bill just bill just bill, bill. <laughs> that's it bill. <laughs> bill vincent price wrong you want to guess sam or no bella lugosi wrong 
close in while well, you're in the same ballpark. It's a uh, Boris Karloff. Oh, mm. I knew that because I watched a two-hour documentary about him for the podcast last year. Very nice. It's cool, a great cool. screener we got. Actually, I think it's coming out to Shutter like this week. So if people want to check it out, I really enjoyed that documentary. It's a very interesting look into his career, just how influential on in the horror genre he was. So highly recommended. Who's up, Joe or Sam? Sam. Sammy. Sammer. I'm up. Okay. What actress was originally offered the lead role in the film Scream? Drew Barrymore. We got Drew B more on the board. Was it uh, Uma Thurman? We got Uma T on the board. <laughs> I read uh, it in the trivia like last week. But I don't remember it. I have no idea, man. I'm fucking shit in the bed. Come on, Todd. Don't shit the bed. Oh, I already shat it. It's already in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get in the divot. Let's not do that. <laughs> I don't have one. Okay. The answer is Molly Ringwald. Oh, good choice Dang. not to cast that. <laughs> yeah, I could yeah. see it. She's, mm, her she kind of her and Nev good. look alike. They could dye her hair, and she would look just like Nev. I feel I like she was like it. past. I feel like she was past, past her time by then. Yeah, she would have been like forty no. year old teen. What? She had did movies in the eighties, guys. So for PG thirteen. Yeah, but yeah, that, Scream that's, was that's like ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a, that's our point. <laughs> was that Scream a? Scream was not ninety nine. Yeah, it was 96. Okay. Still, Molly Ringwald was doing those movies in like 84. Yeah, so she would have been like 30, but could have played a high school student. I guess. Yeah. Let's look it up. What was the age difference between Nev Campbell and Molly Ringwald at that time? I guess. Molly Ringwald was born in 68. So she would have been, you know, close to. 30s yeah 30. she would have been like yeah, almost 28 you could pass for high school okay and nev campbell there's a lot of yeah campbell was born in 73 so there's a five-year difference yeah but nev campbell kind of looks very young yeah she's got those. opposed to ringwald which i don't right i don't but like it, that choice no it's just the 80s style that's making her seem older you guys are just remembering her yeah. Okay. Anyways, don't matter. I didn't fucking direct the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like trying to go. <laughs> the defending, like the decision. <laughs> <was craving. laughs> they should have just brought Heather Lane Camp back. <laughs> she, she, hottie man. Mm-hmm. Even with age, she's aging very well. I like it. Who's next? You. Oh, you. you. All right, Kayla. Actually, you know I'm gonna do a Todd original here. Let me pull up my hitch mm-hmm. notes. Oh, snap, a T.O. All right, here we go. Ready? Name the three main characters in the Hitcher. I need first names only. We're talking about Rutger Hauer. We're talking about the boy. We're talking about the girl. John Ryder. Oh, Sam's on the board first. Let's hear it. Got John. I I don't want to say it because it's in front. It's right in front of me. So it'd be like. Uh, I'll I'll redo it then. I'll redo it. (laughs) Yeah, it's because I I always have the IMDb page like right in front. So I don't want to cheat. Way but to be for, honest. But, but Sam, if, if you have it, then I'll give her the point. We'll give her three points for each character. She gets them all right. Sissy. <laughs> Incorrect. I can't. I kept calling him Pony Boy the whole time. So. <laughs> Say golden. Um, all right. This won't be on any IMDb notes. It is John, Jim, and Nash, right? Yeah. Nash? The girl. Yeah, that's uh, the girl. Jennifer Jason Lee. Yeah. 
Steve, you read the trivia too. If I ask this one, all right, here's one that's not in the trivia, nor is it in the IMDb page. All right. When the police are interrogating Mr. John Ryder, where does he say he is from? Nowhere. Nowhere is on the board. Well, Colorado, I don't remember. <laughs> Colorado, <laughs> East Coast. East. Everyone is incorrect. The answer is Disneyland. That motherfucker. That motherfucker. You think I'm playing around with you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. How dare you? You know what? Here's a taser. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stop underestimating this fucking psychopathic killer guy, right. please. Exactly. Jesus Christ. How many cops need to get killed before you guys figure it out? Yeah. <laughs> Put him in a fucking full body suit. All right. Who's up? Joe. Me. All right. The Leprechaun franchise spanning seven films, not including Leprechaun Returns. Uh, what was the total body count? Oh, out of all of them, forty-five. Yes. Closest go, wins. I'm gonna go 45. thirty-five. Twenty-three. Ding, 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 ding! Ladies and gentlemen, we have an exact guess, oh, and wow. that, and the winner is Todd with forty-five Ooh, on wow. the nose. Todd. <laughs> I really thought it was gonna be Steve or I myself. <laughs> Did you guys ever watch that uh old VHS tape that's like? Had like their count, the killing, the killer counts. I don't have to yes. find it online. I think it was, was called, called Boogie. Oh, that sounds Boogie, fun. That's exactly what it was. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it had a sweet like called? theme song, Boogeyman. Boogie, Boogeyman or Boogeyman? Because oh. they had Boogeyman. All... I think it was Boogeyman because yes. it was like it was like you're a Boogeyman. <laughs> it was like it was like it had like this sweet like '90s like. Uh, Dude, it was dope. It was kind of like Sandstorm like style. I think. <laughs> Boogeyman, VHS. Um. All right, you guys ready? Yes, sir. Yes. All right, so this is a Steve original. Oh, like um, those. So, so I'm actually going to give you guys a little chance. There are two possible answers, but you only have to get one. Okay. Are they Hitcher related so I can take off the Hitcher page? They're not. Okay. Okay. Uh, in the Species franchise, what is the name of the alien in the first two films played by Natasha Henstridge? She plays two different characters with two different names. You can just give me one of them. Species? Oh, her name? Never her seen name it. in the yeah in the film. Oh, so that she's called something in the first and something else in the second. Succubus. <laughs> Mother. Uh, that, that's another. That's one I definitely uh, am like uh, need a rewatch because it's been forever since I've seen it. Well, Joe, I haven't seen it, so you need to put your guess up now. I don't got one. <laughs> Fine, you're not even just gonna guess. Think like species, female empowerment, like praying mantis um. and. Yes. I'm gonna throw out a guess again. I'm gonna throw out Eve. Oh, I like that. It is correct. <gasps> yeah, Eve is her name in the second film because she's a she's a clone of the first one, so they call her Eve. All right. What was the other one you would have taken? Sil. That's her name in the first one. Sil. Yeah, it's like it, it's it's like an acronym for something. I don't remember what it is, mm-hmm. but. Uh, Would you like to know my scientific explanation for getting that answer? Yeah. <laughs> Steve was saying, think like women and first things or whatever i'm like adam and eve yeah <laughs> and spoiler i so I, i'm re-watching the series fucking amazing <laughs> like is it yeah oh my god the first one better than i remember the second ones there's four uh, i'm halfway through three right now and I'm, I'm enjoying them all they're really really good is natasha andrews in all four uh i don't know that i haven't watched the fourth yet I'm, that's mm-hmm. next but uh, she's in all three nice my minor role in three, but she's definitely in one and two, like 
told you. All right, Sam. So final question? Yep. Final question. The this final is not an Esho Sam original. This is a oh. Kayla. All right. Um, okay. How did the Oswald family die in the end of Sinister? Were they hung? We got hung on the board. Um, they were poisoned. Poisoned on the board. They were killed by their uh, son. Oh, good answer, I think. Or daughter. Can, it was one or the other. I'm sorry. Can you be more specific, please? <laughs> how were they killed, butthole? I don't remember how she killed them exactly. They were killed. I just remember. <laughs> I just know they were, they were murdered by. Don't they poison the, them? The I thought there's a big poisoning at the end there. But maybe they poison. What's his face? And then like sets the house on fire. We got fire on the board. Um, they got axed. Axed. Ooh, that's okay. always painful. Right. Oh. Apparently the, apparently the boogeyman theme song was by rob zombie which i didn't, don't remember i have to buy that tape it's probably on youtube you can watch me. you can watch the entire vhs on youtube like it's mm. like grainy quality and everything i'll do that all right myself with three tonight sam and joe goose egg steve with one that brings our totals to uh joe still in the lead with nine sam seven myself six steve five and that concludes game number three goose egg Say big zeros. It's a tough, tough one. G tough G E. I'm gonna have to pick it up, or I'm gonna have to rock a porn stash for New Year's next year. <laughs> you know I still think have 11, 11 months to go. Yeah. <laughs> you still you have, have, walk, have at least forty eight to... weeks to go. Right. Yeah, yeah, you, you have, have to cosplay it. as Dewey in part two with the limp and everything. Can I do Doofy <laughs> instead? Doofy. <laughs> 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 to carry on or vacuum? Spill my finger. <laughs> Don't disturb me when I'm in my room. <laughs> in my room. <laughs> oh, man. All right, the hitcher? Yes, yeah. Sir. 1986. Um, I'm gonna, all right, so there's a young gentleman who's traveling cross-country to California from Chicago. He's delivering a car, which I guess is a thing back then where you can, like, pay someone to drive a car across country for you and deliver it. First of all, I just want to say that he's kind of a piece of shit because, A, he's smoking in this guy's car, and, B, He's getting it super wet. So if you're taking care of someone's car, don't please don't mess it up, Jim. Um, so he's falling asleep at night, right? He's like getting woozy and shit. He almost crashed his car. So he's a hitchhiker who played by Rutger Hauer. First wrong move, Jim. Rutger Hauer is imposing. Don't pick him up. Picks him up and Rutger Hauer, um, John, is just like super off-putting. Like he's super imposing. He's uh, rude. He, he dodges questions. He's a little sly. He has a knife and he's like... Um, Eventually, he threatens them, like, because they walk by or they drive by another car, and uh, John says, like, speed up, don't look. He's like, what was in there? He's like, the guy that picked me up last. He's like, well, what happened to him? He's like, I cut off his arms and legs. I'm going to do the same to you. And it's fucking cool, man. So it's tension-filled, and then, lo and behold, our hero, Jim, gets a, gets a drop on John. He manages to kick him out of the car because the door was left ajar. And then the rest of the movie is Jim doing a very bad job of trying to run away from John. John showing up and just turning his life up, upside down. He meets a girl and she believes him. A bunch of cops are killed. A bunch of cops are trying to kill Jim and so on and so on. And we're just following them along on their journey in El Paso, Texas. Um, also, our since you guys is a fresh watch for you. Um, this is, I don't know, this is probably like my 10th time watching it. Um, not a fan of the remake per se. I think the original is pretty good. 
I do have a lot of problems with it though. Most of those are just like, you know, plot convenience points. Like let's make John appear because it make it's scary, not that it makes sense. But I think it has a lot of tension. I think it's well acted. And the first like scene in the last one, uh, by last one, I mean when they're in the car or in the truck and the cops are hold, like surrounding them and they put them in there like, hey, try to stop the girl from getting killed or whatever. So the opening and closing scenes with those are, I think are really well done. Rucker Hauer is, he's just a great fucking man, like imposing, super like off-putting and just like dirty and he's wet, he's sweaty all the time. And yeah, overall, I like this one a lot, even with his problems. So what do you guys think? Yes, hello. Uh, so yeah, I have I had no experience whatsoever with this series. Uh, how many sequels are there? Two or three? One, three? is there? One Just sequel one? and one remake. Yeah. One remake. Okay. So I'd never seen the remake, never seen the sequel, obviously. Uh, very So completely went in blind. Like, I never even saw a trailer for this movie. So I really didn't know what to expect whatsoever. Um, and I got to say, I had a lot of fun. I, I really did. I had a lot of fun watching this. Uh, I think Rutger Hauer is just amazing in this movie. His A lesser actor, this movie probably would not have worked nearly as well. Um, so Rutger Hauer really does make this movie. But um, C. Thomas Howell, is that his name? He works really well um, as kind of the protagonist in this movie as well i uh you know it the movie like you jump right into it like and it just never really slows down like it's it's just like a thrilling ride the whole way um and i do agree like it's very uh unbelievable a lot of the time but i don't know like i was just having such like a good time with it and that I was just able to just kind of overlook it and just enjoy the ride so yeah overall very enjoyable i also agree with todd and joe i had seen the remake didn't realize there was an original um so we watched this and like on the picture i saw that pony boy was in it and so i got really excited i was like is that pony boy um what's his name rutger Hauer. i'm not too familiar with him he was slimy um, very scary, very scary. What what can I say about this movie? It's scary. Like there were a few parts when I jumped, like I gasped when he talked about that. He cut the guy's arms and legs and head off. Um, I was so happy when Jim was able to knock him out of the car and I was like, oh yeah, this is great. Then he's finally like enjoying his ride. He's like, all right, I escaped death. So it's okay. And then the fucking guy is in the van with the family like kissing on the girl being a little creep um just a lot of scary parts i thought it was a really good movie i really liked it um so this was also my first time watch uh kind of like joe i didn't really know much about this one uh this one just went right over my radar uh other than you know ryan constantly talking about it uh on social media and stuff so i was uh, interested to see what i guess all the fuss was about and i gotta say i was like a Eh. <laughs> on it you know sorry ryan um it's not that like i enjoyed it uh you know it was a fun like movie to watch but there's not i didn't find there was anything really special about it you know there wasn't anything particularly memorable to me like i feel that in six months you can ask me about this movie and i'll barely remember anything about it in fact i watched it like four days ago and i barely remember that much about it you know it's uh other than rutger hauer 
the first scene and a couple of the like specific scenes there's just not a lot to be memorable about uh but i did love that first scene a lot i thought that was a really good like showdown between the two of them and it didn't end the way i would expect to like when he kicked him out of the car i was like whoa okay did not see that coming um so that was really cool and i kind of wish we got more of that and i think that's where the film fails a little bit is i wish we got more of rudger hauer like acting opposite people as opposed to just driving and you know trying to you know, destroy people and cars and cops and whatever the case may be. He felt like uh, one of those fucking Japanese video game uh, characters where he keeps coming back like throughout the whole game, like out of nowhere. You know, you're each time you're going through your adventure, all of a sudden there he comes again. You know, same villain that you've been fighting all fucking game. That's how this movie felt. Kind of like Nemesis in Resident Evil 3 for those who played that game. Every scene that he was in, I liked. But everything scene that he wasn't, I was like, eh you know could I, could I it's like i'm waiting for him to come back you know and that's a problem for me when i'm not think not focusing on the movie itself but rather waiting for something else because i find you know part of it not as interesting as the other uh but overall it's like it, it's an okay film it's just not anything special to me all right steven all right um my my biggest problem with this is and with a lot of movies is like when there's clearly an easy solution to get, your out, get yourself out of this mess, one, the first time is Jim keeps going in the same direction as John, and you're on literally two-lane two highway in bumfuck Texas, right? So if he goes right, you just go left, buddy, and drive to the next town, call the cops, and they'll take care of it or whatever. Um, and then, like, the if the police station gets massacred, you know what I mean? Lock yourself back in your fucking cell. And just wait for the cops to come. <laughs> and that proves that you're not a suspect anymore. I, I know they could probably say, well, he put himself back in there, but whatever. The cops in this movie clearly weren't smart enough to detain one man. They kept giving their weapons up or putting a shotgun down and they're playing fucking cards. When there's simple solutions to like movies like this, it really bugs me. But honestly, I think Rucker's so good in this. Um, I can forgive the problems. And I, I don't think the, the HBO version had the uncut version. Um, and the unconversion you see underneath Nash when she gets pulled apart um, by the truck, which is a pretty cool scene. Um, yeah, not, you know, besides him being like, that's why I, I, I lean towards, or I can understand why they think he's supernatural because he just appears way too conveniently and like no one seems to notice him. I don't think that's what they they mentioned or they wanted to do like I mentioned earlier, but like really he's in a locked diner and he puts a severed finger and fries and no one sees him. Or he's like sneaking around cops and no one sees him. That's just, it's a little silly, but you know, I think someone mentioned it. If it wasn't what Rucker Howard probably would have been a worse film because he's a fucking pretty good actor. That That's the movie I want to see is him Singers. sneaking from place to place where he's like all tough, you know, he's in the diner and then he like ducks down and he's like, starts you know, like slow, slowly like he's just in the up. desert fucking sprinting. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, that, that's the movie I want to see. Just Rutger Howard going. Uh, hey, he shot a helicopter place. down. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, right. That was yeah. awesome. The, the reason I, I didn't like the remake too much is because like they copied this movie, but then like went up you know like i think he i think he shoots the fucking pilot in the remake like it's fucking it's just ridiculous but whatever you didn't like about the original they amplify in the remake i, th I think if i remember yeah. correctly. i don't know if sam saw it earlier or sooner later more recent than i have i don't know it's been a few years i just don't like see sean bean being like a menacing presence compared to rutger hauer so i just don't think it would it just doesn't seem like already it wouldn't work for me 
Yep. <laughs> well, I feel like I think it's like in the right. remake, it's a it's a couple that's um driving together. So it's a little more scarier because it's like you have the girl that's also in danger, not just a guy. Mm-hmm. I I had a major problem with Jennifer Jason Lee in this movie too. Like I, I did too. I did not think she was good, like a good actress in this. Um, and I just for Jason Lee is like a really good actress, like later in life and whatnot. Uh, and even fa- I mean, Fast Times at Richmond High is like one of my like all time favorite movies. But she just didn't work here. Like, I don't know if it was just the accent she was trying to pull off that was throwing me, throwing me for a loop or whatever. But I don't know. Like, I just I didn't really feel the chemistry either between like her and um Jim, is that his name in this? Yeah, I didn't understand their their attraction. That's like, what I was saying. Their story arc was weird. Like, why is why she? she right? But yeah, it makes why no fucking sense. Yeah. yeah. Why do you right. trust this motherfucker? No. Don't right. Because yeah. he's cute, duh. Oh, he's got that fucking yeah. what's it called? Notch? What'd you call it? Rivet. Divot. She saw his divot. Yeah, and like I, I mean, I did really enjoy this movie, but I think it could have been even better had they went further on certain things um like for example i think they should have shown the family murdered like when he like went up to the car and you just kind of see like some blood or whatever i think maybe not show the daughter murdered but at least show the mother sam actually said this and i totally agree with her she said show the mom and dad and then like have show him like looking in the back seat and then like showing him puking you know that way you know like oh he killed the whole family it just would have been more impactful and then nash's death it's like the weirdest fucking jump cut like i've ever seen in a movie like it just like yeah whatever it doesn't fucking like it's stupid like it doesn't work like at all like there's like you see it start to pull away and then like it like it like does this really weird fucking like uh thing and then like all of a sudden you're it's like so jarring. Like you're right in back. Like you know, like okay, well, what the fuck happened here? Like obviously, like you can pick up those pieces, but it just I did not like that. I think they should have. Obviously, you don't have to show her getting fucking split in half or anything. Well, but they, like they you did though. They had to cut that out. That's why it's a weird cut. Like it's it literally. Been, under, well, it's Joe really... just was. Joe was a little confused because he was like, "Well, did she die or did they stop it before?" Like he had trouble picking up the pieces. Oh. Yeah, it's actually it's a cool shot, but it's silly though because your arms and legs would get ripped off but in this her stomach gets ripped apart so and they like mm-hmm. shot from yeah. below I, I i watched it on crave in canada and it did show it so i guess it did show that's it. part Ooh, of does uh, it look cool well you see like kind of the spinal cord a little bit and you, like, like like todd said it's cool. like she's getting ripped by like the belly button which isn't like a place it would rip like you said the arms or legs would probably rip before the belly you know the full chest uh but it's just a coolish it, effect but not you know i was shocked though that they that he went through it with mm-hmm. that he went what am i trying to say through with it through with it yeah. yeah joe and i were both like what what would you do yeah. in that situation what can you do I, I know the cops aren't going to send a regular guy in there to negotiate but other than that like mm-hmm. it's funny too because like not funny but his whole like reason for doing stuff for picking him up he's like because i want you to stop me so that's why he keeps fucking with him the whole movie mm-hmm. i mean so yeah what do, what do you do in that situation just plug them or you can do the guy's nuts uh, here's what you do you get cops that? you get multiple yeah. truck tire stop things okay and then you fucking cue them they sprint you shoot them they slam them under the tires and then case closed i mean once you shoot the tires out i guess well, i mean I guess the move, car still go, it's still gonna that's move that's what i was yeah. gonna say but it would still go 
Right. I don't. I just felt bad for Jim because all of the murder that he saw, it's like, yeah. and he seems like such a young kid too. And even before he was going to turn the gun on himself and he's like freaking out in the desert area, I'm like, I don't know, maybe you should just end it. And then he tries to, but. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess like Steve said, not a lot to talk about, huh? Yeah, it's it's like one of those like I don't know. It's it's not. It's so in your face. Like there's not a lot to discuss. You know, like uh, I guess a deeper movie. I guess it's more of a watch it to enjoy it, not a watch it to dissect it. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like. Go ahead. I feel like um, it is pretty entertaining with it being so simple. Like there's only three character, two characters in it really, and it just it kept me entertained. Like I thought it was really well just for not much going on, but a lot going on, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, it's an, it, it is a thrill ride. Like my question is like, is this even like a horror movie? Like really? What's like I kinda, killer. What's wrong with you, dude? First Ghostbusters. Get out of here. I'm so sick yeah, of you. Is it him. horror? Mute his ass. Get out of here. <laughs> it's I a serial more- killer. I'd call, I think it's more of an action movie. Than anything, what? For real, Todd, tell him. You know action, what? You're too bitchy coming from me. Tell him. Right, you know a- what? A- action thriller. That's. I Shut mean, the I'm gonna channel, hell I'm gonna up. channel Sam. I'm gonna channel Sam. Shut <laughs> up, dude. You were watching it. You liked it. I did you like it. You did like. You're like. Scared. You know what? I really liked that. <laughs> I I brought it up. All right. Sorry for trying to bring up talking points. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know, it was a good scene, though. I I thought when the cop was like, touch my wrist. He's like, come on, man, don't do it. His partner's like, touch my wrist. You spit on my wrist. He's like, sir, I'm, you know, I thought that was a pretty cool scene. Even though the girl ruins it by holding a gun on the cop for some reason. Who knows? Yeah. For a second, though, with the cop, um, I was like, Joe, that's the killer because he looked just like <laughs> him. Like and him. I was like, that's yeah. the twist is that he's one of the deputies. That would have been, been a cool twist. I said, yeah, it would have been. Yeah. And it was cool to see Jeffrey DeMunn in here too from uh, Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's that? He's, what's that? Young. he's also in um, Green Mile or Shawshank or both. That's right. Yeah. yeah. He's one of Frank Darabont's like, he, he left oh, uh, a... Walking Dead when Frank Darabont left. So. Is that the guy with the RV in Walking yeah, Dead? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, Dale. Interesting. Dale, there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. Joe asking, is it horror? Like, is it? <laughs> literally killed the family, sawed off legs, arms, mm-hmm. finger in the fries. So Michael Myers can do it, but he's horror. But as exactly. soon as we get someone else. Jesus. Oh, Alien can do it. It's horror. You know what? You can I mean, can points. do it. This is more of a horror. This is more of a horror movie than Ghostbusters. I'll say that for sure. Which had ghosts and zombies and (laughs) (laughs) murderers and yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, So how many how many cops die in this? Like it's ridiculous. Every every single cop. It's crazy. Like I just couldn't believe how many fucking cops die in this. Like it's and it keeps going too. Yeah. Over they, just keep, over again. they just keep bringing in more cops to get to kill. Where are all these guys from? Yeah, yeah. I was, th- I was. That was actually one of the things I was thinking about. Is for some butt fuck fucking town in Texas, <laughs> where are all these cops coming from? Usually, it's like three guys in some shitty station. Seriously. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's crazy. So they're from the next five towns over. Apparently, they don't have anything to do. So they're like, they let's got a just helicopter go over too. there. I just get the helicopter out. It's fuck yeah, man. There, yeah. 
Shouldn't this dude? Shouldn't he still go to jail though? By the end of this, like I feel like he's definitely uh, taking cops hostage. <laughs> yeah, he took those cops oh. hostage, and well, then they, he... yeah, but they were killed without any cops knowing that. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, but then he went on that like high speed chase with that girl, and it definitely contributed to the. Pol- That's like, another other question I have. Deaths. Why did both of those police cars flip? One of them got the <laughs> yeah right the tire shot out, but the other one was just fuck it and <laughs> flipped too. I'm like yeah. what. It's just convenient, like everything else in this movie, really. All conveniences. Yeah, I guess early episode today. Yes. All right. It. Sure. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna think I'm gonna be the highest here. I'm gonna give it a solid eight out of ten or a four out of five on Letterbox. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I I did really enjoy this. Uh, you know, there's definitely some issues there, but I think it's it's a fun ride. Something I would definitely watch again. I give it a seven and a half. You know, I when I watched this, I was like, oh, I'm definitely giving it a 10, but I feel like that's a little too <laughs> ridiculous. You know, for what it was in its own lane, in its own category, it's a great watch. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it a nine, but I will say towards the end, I felt like it went on a little too long where I was like, all right, let's cut about 12 Good minutes point. out of Good this, point. but... I really enjoyed it. And who likes this movie that listens to us, Ryan? Ryan. Yeah. Great pick, Ryan. I loved it. Uh, I'm going to be the Grinch on this one. Uh, <laughs> He's uh, a mean uh, one. At least you <laughs> consider Steve. it horror, though, Steve. So. I do. I do consider it horror. I never questioned it. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it a six. I, I enjoyed it, but I don't think I'd revisit it necessarily. Um, you know, it had some cool stuff, but nothing too memorable for me so three 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 out of five on letterbox six out of ten i'm gonna in six months i'm gonna ask nothing but hit your questions for like two episodes <laughs> trivia so get ready nice never pick up strangers tagline for the hit your remake keep that in mind mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's it what we got next week we're we watching very special episode next week uh we got our biggest guest i think that we've ever had and the interview is done and ready to go so we're going to have an episode dedicated to that person and that is mr tony todd um you know obviously he's been in a ton of horror films and non-horror films very important to mention that so you'll soon find out why uh, uh so we're going to review two of his biggest films uh of course his biggest film probably what people know him most for which is Candyman. And one that is very special to my heart, particularly, because it's the one that got me into horror. And that is Tom Savini's Night of the Living Dead um, remake. And uh, we're going to do a double feature with the interview, a cool intro, and it'll be a Tony Todd special. So I'm super psyched about that episode. It's, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, have you guys seen the 90, uh, Night of the Living Dead in a, in a while? I have not. I don't think. High, high school. Really? High school. That's a long time. Yeah. yeah. Mine's yeah. like maybe four years ago three four yeah i i remember loving it though like in high school so i'm very i'm very excited to revisit it and i'm expecting to like it a lot again and i'm excited to rewatch Candyman again like i haven't like the last time i watched it was recently but like i was it was while i was dusting my horror collection so i'll be excited to more like sit down and like give it its full attention yeah i I just like so i watched it when we did Candyman. uh you know the the like the new Candyman in September, I think. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. So I did watch it then, but since then I've seen all the Candyman. I actually just finished two yesterday, so that was the last one I was missing. And I think I have a new like a different appreciation for 
the overall story. So I'm excited to revisit it with all that knowledge this time that I didn't, you know, it'd been a long time since mm -hmm. I'd seen it. Any, any of the sequels worth it? The, the problem with the sequels is that I like, like to. The, the first Two's one. It's not bad. Is that Farewell to Ashes or is that Dead? Farewell to the Flesh. Yeah, the Day of the Dead is the third one. Um, it's just, it becomes like a supernatural uh, slasher rather than like some important message and more of a like mystery and stuff like that in the first one. Uh, and the second one, I'm telling you, has CGI that's so bad that I actually laughed out loud. <laughs> that's how bad the CGI is, especially at the end. Um, yeah. It's bad. That <laughs> like, <is> true. <laughs> yeah, so... Not not great, not not horrible, not great, but definitely yeah. excited to revisit the first one. Well, yeah, the interview is pretty good. We delve a lot into Candyman in the interview, so if you're a Candyman fan, you'll definitely enjoy it. We even talk some Candyman versus Leprechaun, so you're definitely going to want to listen to that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram. Maybe leave us a review if you would like. And don't forget to join us over on Discord where it's always a good time. And thanks so much for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. 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 Humans might share an identical physiology, but there are certain body characteristics that some have and others don't, like connected earlobes, dimples, sometimes an extra finger and back dimples. Some of these features are more sought after than others, such as back dimples. They are also known as dimples of Venus and are more common in women.